uh, or will play the entire game just to warm up um, before yeah. the Everton games because he's been out for a while. And you don't he doesn't want to do a cold uh, start into Everton. That would be this game is um, after the Everton game, so I doubt we'll be warming up warming him up for the Everton game. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry. It's <laughs> um, we've, it's been a we're long day. Likely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are more likely to be warming him up for the Aston Villa game. Um, yeah, West no, Ham? sorry. Is it West Ham? I think I thought it was West Ham. It is West okay. Ham. The Villa game hasn't been rescheduled as far as I know. Oh, yeah. I, on my notes I have, we play Aston Villa on Saturday the 12th. This is going yeah, well. It's... We're really organised here on the Fox um, talk. Um, I, um, I, I very, I'm very confident, and I, I will pull it up right now, I'm very it's, confident that it is West Ham. So yeah, it's Everton. <laughs> it is, it is West us, Ham. And then, West, and then it is West Spam. As a three o'clock kickoff away yeah. in the London Stadium, and that is our last match before the World Cup. Mm-hmm. How on earth did I make that mistake? I know they both play in the same colours, but come on. Hello and welcome to the Foxes Never Quit podcast. This is a fan-run podcast about Leicester City Football Club. You can find us on Acast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podcaster, Samsung Podcasts, Deezer and GeoSarvan. Not sure what GeoSarvan is, but we are on it. And of course, you can find all of our things at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash lcfc and reddit.com forward slash r forward slash lcfc women. Hello and welcome to another episode of Foxes Never Quit Talking. I'm here with uh, the regular Madlock. How you doing? Hello there. And also, we're here with Tyler, who you've heard on this podcast quite a few times before. Hello. How's it going? Good. It's good. Um... Here, Matt looks a little bit ill. Hopefully, we don't catch that. Yeah, there's just a, the, the regular logie. I don't know if it's a vid or not, but yeah, it's all around the house, unfortunately. That's all. I hope you get better from it soon. But first, we're going to talk a bit about our games against Manchester City in the Premier League, Liverpool in the Continental Cup, Reading in the Women's Super League, and then our upcoming games against Everton in the Premier League, Arsenal in the Super League, and we have a Carabao Cup game as well, which uh, will happen before the next episode of This Is Out. Yeah, no, I am actually going to go see that one live in Newport County. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... So let's yeah. Um, kick off talking about the Man City game. It was a 1-0 loss. But I thought we played really well. Yeah, it it's... I know, given the context of our, our uh, season so far, you know, we, we did more losses are the last thing we wanted to see, but it was it was a good loss, wasn't it? It was... You know, it took Kevin De Bruyne being Kevin fucking De Bruyne to to, yeah. to beat us. You know, and it, I don't care which who who the keeper is, you're not going to save that. That was, you know, textbook where to place a goal, how to do it, what speed, the dip. It, it was yeah. just an amazing free kick, and I just watched that go in. I went, yeah, fair play. Yeah, it was one of those free kicks. I think you're only saving that if you're Superman with super speed and reflexes. Um, the Hindu god Vishnu with four arms, or Mr. Tickle. <laughs> what was that about Mr. Fantastic as well? I mean, uh, to be fair, probably most of the Marvel pantheon could have like managed it, but um, you know, the, the, no human could have saved it, is my point. <laughs> Maybe not Black Widow. She's quite short. 
Okay, yeah, actually, uh... and, and you can't shoot footballs, otherwise all goalkeepers would be amazing. And this time on <laughs> the Foxes Talk Marvel. <laughs> um, but yeah, I said last week that I wanted a game plan. I wanted us, I said we probably won't win, but if we lose, I want us to lose bravely. And we did. I think we had the best possible game plan to beat them. We had the game plan you said we should go with, Madlock. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that Rogers finally took my call. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really just took it. Yeah, no, I, I it was kind of what I expected. I, I didn't, I think Rogers, what he said afterwards, and it's interesting, Rogers and Pep talk, um, Pep kind of gives away that they talk a lot, apparently, but um, skimming over that, uh, yeah, no, he, he said that, you know, he didn't want to go toe-to-toe with Man Cities because that's what they were banking on, and that's what they would, that plays to their strengths, and, you know, at times they look frustrated. It was kind of a boring game at times, you know, Matt, you know, our guys are just really well drilled, and that's difficult to do. Just keep watching people, you know. You, especially with a team that has instinctive attackers. I mean, even Vardy was, you know, in our half, which is, you know, not partic- you know, very common, is it for him? So yeah. Um, but it was really well drilled. Everyone was organised. You know, it, it was just, it just felt really sore because Mendy had a good game. Barb, just that. What Graylish always wins these fouls, and it always winds me up. I can't say much because Madison kind of plays the same. Yeah, cute games that you know, as Rogers puts it, you know, cute games. So I can't really complain, but it did wind I mean, me up a bit. It wasn't much of a contact. I don't know how much I blame Mendy for that. No, but he just took his opportunity, and they—that's what they were going to start playing for. Was they were going to start playing for um, set yeah. pieces, weren't they? And they were going to try and test us like that. But you know, they got a lot of other set pieces, and I know they said on BT, "Oh, they're really bad at set pieces," and, and for, of course, you know, we did concede from one, but. Yeah, I I think every team. Go on. I mean, I I don't think that. Well, for one, I think that when you talk about us and the whole conceding from set pieces thing, I don't know if you. I don't know if it's fair to call to compare conceding from corners and like what usually when you talk about conceding from set pieces last season specifically, it was always corners. Corners were not winning headers and we're losing corners. I don't think that you can compare that to wonder strike free kicks. You can't. No, no. no that, I think that was kind of. And putting those in the same category isn't fair at all. No. Yeah, that's quite right. Um, yeah, I've noticed Face has made such a difference as well. He seems to be getting to a lot of defensive corners first a lot and crosses a lot. I was, I was pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised to see uh, Shea and Chu back in the lineup. I didn't think that would actually happen. I honestly thought that he was never going to play for us again, just because. You know, his contract's up at the end of the season. It seems like Rodgers and him have kind of, you know, aren't seeing eye to eye anymore. I honestly thought he'd never play for us again. So when we switched to the back three or back five, I guess at that point, it was almost more like a back seven, to be completely honest with the two. Yeah. <laughs> the double pivot in the middle also playing is like really deep. But with three center backs on the pitch in that in that match, it was good to see Sayanchu actually playing again. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think all our team had a decent game. Oh. Yeah, and it was interesting to see with the soy and just to add to that is he was clearly quite injured. He he, he really struggled, didn't he, uh, come the second half? He kept asking the bench to be rotated off, and he, he looked like he was in pain. So he must be really... Whatever injury he picked up against Luxembourg um, must have been a lot more serious than maybe we'd realise or is getting harder to get over than I realised. Like it must be muscular, would be my guess. But mm. it was interesting to hear that Rogers hasn't said anything about it. That might be to save his position in the World Cup, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Save, well, so, you know, well Tur- Tur- Turkey's not going at all. Oh, they're not, are they? No, let's see. I'll take that back then. 
thinking the Euro, Euros, they were, they were the dark horse, well, they were the alleged dark horse, weren't they? And they end up turning into a bit of a, <laughs> a disaster. Yeah, they didn't do particularly well, did they? Um, but yeah, no, it was good to see Suintru. Yeah, everyone played their part. It, it was, like I said, a good loss. Um, yeah. Uh, what I'm really keen to talk about, that Ianacho Daka link up. Yeah, oh my god, that was after fire. We, after we conceded, about 60 minutes in, we changed our game plan, didn't we, right? So yeah. Yonti did get substituted off, but not for another defender, but for, I think, Pats and Daka was technically the one to come on for him, and we swapped Vardy for Ianacho at that point, I think, as well. Should yeah, and I think it honestly took, I think it took too long, honestly. They didn't do that until the 70th minute, and that was, yeah, that was the 70th minute when they finally made that change, and that was... 20 minutes after De Bruyne scored his free kick. I think that that move probably should have made anywhere between five to 10 minutes earlier because you could see the impact that was made once they came on. And if they just had more time, maybe we get an equalizer. Yeah, I did genuinely believe we could equalize right up to the final whistle. It was one of those games. We, We started hitting back. I think it was always the game plan to swap out swap to a more offensive option for the last 20 minutes um, yeah which i think was always the game plan it's a bit weird that yeah like you said rogers was so rigid the game but and he said as such you know they were gonna do a smash and grab hold out for 70 minutes and then smash and grab in a 20 like we did against arsenal uh, a couple seasons ago at the emirates and they um, probably would have if not for that free kick yeah yeah it could have been yeah like, yeah i think we i i it could have easily been nil nil could have been one all could have yeah we could have smashed and grabbed it with a one nil but yeah, it was a good game, and it showed a lot of organisation, which um, gives me a lot of faith about uh, upcoming games. And we're really shown a, a steal that we haven't shown in the back. I know we're not scoring yeah. as freely, but we are showing a little more cohesion and organisation. And that, for me, is the biggest and win. resilience, defensive mm. resilience. We didn't lose our heads the moment we went a goal behind. We didn't start panicking the moment they started like getting some crosses in mm. or got into the area. We made some really good tackles in the penalty area, you know. Yeah, no, it was some really. It was one of our, it was our strongest defensive display of the season by by quite a while, mm. by quite a mile, by a mile. <laughs> and I have a note here about our attackers, which was how we got onto this. You want to talk about them? Go talk about them. Yeah, I um. So effectively, you know, with our attack, so Barnes Barnes had to do a lot of legwork, but and this is kind of my campaign to Southgate. You know, you've got Barnes and Madison who are by and large, one of the most effective, I think possibly the most effective left and right winger, English uh, left and right wingers in the Premier League. Yeah, so no English pay, uh, no English player in the Premier League has scored more than four goals when at starting at left wing than Harvey Barnes, nor ha- has any English player in the Premier League scored more than four goals when starting at right wing and James Madison. So both real attacking, you know, even just James Madison again, amazing game um you know we'll talk about transfers at another time but you know there's a real worry that if he goes that would be a massive blow to us but you know he's had 11 appearances 25 key passes you know 12 shots on target with 60 percent accuracy he's 10 proper tackles which shows his sort of real understated you know work you know he had a couple good tackles in um in the man city game uh he's obviously had the six Mm. goals and the two assists you know he if he continues at the rate he's going he'll have 25 goals and assists uh, and I wanted to take a little shout out to LCFC uh, ship hosting for for those numbers, but he's right, and he really should be in that England squad for me. He should be on the plane, but that that's another campaign for another day. We'll save that for the yeah, World Cup, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that I think that you know I think that you know part of it 
you know, obviously, I don't know if there is some agenda against Lester. I find it weird that that would be the case. But I'd I think that it is, I think that there is a I think there's a scapegoat of like well Leicester in the relegation zone. How can you take players? How how can you incorporate players from from that team when they're in the relegation zone? How how are you going to add them in? What have they done? Well, you know, despite how uh, the you know the points look on the on the board so far, we have the eighth best attack in the league right now. Yeah, in terms of goals scored. So, so I don't know if I mean if you want if you have to look at anything, look at who are who's playing for us in our attack and saying those guys should those guys who are there definitely deserve to get more consideration than they definitely have been so far i think with um sorry with with madison i think the reason he's not been picked i've so i've been heard is that he was at that covid party the way i remember he got excluded from a match as a result of going that was that, that was that match, yeah. yeah um and i think apparently gareth southgate looked very dimly on that and with Harvey Barnes, I kind of see it, the reasoning more, in that he's not the most versatile player. I think Southgate prefers a more versatile winger, maybe. He doesn't, yeah, but he also doesn't really play full-on wings. But I did, Barnes has been playing at left-back, and he just plays all and up and down the left side. Yes, he he's better on the attack, but he actually plays some good defence at the Man City mm. game. But we could be here for a while. But, you know, I wouldn't say there was an agenda against Leicester City. At one point, we were three at the, you know, the 26th. 18 World Cup, I had to think of the right year there. 2018 yeah. World Cup, and you know, we had Maguire, Vardy, and um, oh god, who was the third? Chilwell, Ben Chilwell. So, you know, I don't think it's that, but our position isn't helping us. So, another fun fact is that after this game, we have we have scored uh, both our scoring for and against is the exact same as last season, but we're seven points down. What? Yeah, yeah, but it, it all obviously the the goals have landed at different games. We're the exact at this time this year, in the same yeah. game week, we're at the same. We've scored the same amount of goals and conceded the same amount of goals, but we were seven points higher last season. And if we wow. were seven points higher last season, this season we would be, you know, in the top half of the table. Oh, easily the table's so tight this year. The, t- the table is so tight. I think that right now. I don't even know anyone who isn't in the top six at this moment. You have fears about being in a relegation scrap. To be completely honest, even even kind of Fulham, to be honest, because like I mean, they're still newly promoted. They at any point they could catch poor form, and they're mm. only eight points, they're only eight points above us, and we're in the top uh, relegation. The yeah, I mean that could uh, yeah, eight points can go in an instant, but we're quite pressed for time. Mm. We've got a lot more matches to cover. So uh, let's move on to the Continental Tires Cup, uh, where Liverpool women visited us midweek last week. And we played a heavily rotated team. Uh, we lost 4-0, unfortunately. Um, we are, I think we were never getting out of that group anyway. Um, no, did you guys it, see any highlights? Watch the matches? I, I saw some of the highlights. It, 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 it was just rookie mistakes and silliness, really. Um, but as you said, it was a heavily rotated team. There was a, a debut for, I don't think it was Ava Barker. Ava, it might have been Ava Barker, who, who's an academy product. So there was a clear effort there to to basically bleed in some of the other players. And I get that because we need to, to think long term. So I think that, that that was clearly Bedford's strategy for that game. But it... Yeah, basically, where were you traditionally quite tight? We we definitely got mucked about a lot more. Um, you know, it was a heavy first half. We tightened up, but we still got another goal. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Again, from range, which which we won't jump to the Reading game just yet, but you know that kind of we seem to be that vulnerable just that bit in range because with the three at the back, we don't have a pivot sat and stood up front. Um, but yeah, it's it's frustrating. But um, also, it was Ellen Jones, sorry, made her debut, um, and uh, Lambourne, who is coming back from injury, and McManus uh, joined us for the season first time, but. Yeah, again, heavily fl- rotated side. Flint was still in it, and she was the goal scorer in the next game. Spoiler alert! But yeah, um, still similar sort of formation, still quite defensive, and yeah, you know, it's just a frustrating yeah. game. But I think it was almost treated as a preseason, and it came across that way in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was treated as a bit of a friendly game, wasn't it? Um, I was a bit yeah. disappointed with some of the goals, seeing how many bodies the ball went through before going in. Yeah, um, a lot of it's just that sort of defensive drilling, isn't it? And tight, just awareness and stuff, but yeah, very frustrating. Tyler, do you want to add anything to the about the women's game? I mean, I don't know if it was anything that we didn't expect. I mean, I, I, I don't know what, what else to say. I mean, you kind of covered most things in terms of like a lot of sloppy mistakes that were occurring, but I don't know if uh, this is anything other than what was probably expected heading into this because, you know, last time we talked about this, uh, the the Continental Tires Cup, I said that maybe if you can get a couple results here and there, you could push higher up and then kind yourself towards the uh, towards the uh, towards the semifinals of this tournament. But obviously, that's not extremely it's not extremely realistic with the opponents that we have and Liverpool, despite being newly promoted are very clear. That they want to, they want, they want to push on and they want to keep uh, climbing up and they're not going to find themselves back in the championship anytime soon. So that, it yeah. was always going to be a difficult fixture and it's unfortunate, but it's not unsurprising. Fair enough. Yeah. And speaking of going back to the championship soon, we played Reading away <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which probably, let's be honest, the, the games against Reading are probably the ones that are deciding who gets relegated, right? Are we yeah. finally scored in the yeah. Super League this season for ourselves? It's only a second goal. This The first was an own goal. Um, yeah, no, Natasha Flynn, um, she played more up front. Her and Shannon Breen. So Shannon Breen's been a really good player for us. She's been our best creative outlet, which I think we've severely been lacking. Um, but she... Yeah, that link up between them, and she just took an amazing shot from range. Um, just really good finish. Can't take it away from her. And um, it's been, yeah, no, it, it, was, it was just frustrating. And we, and then we showed a really good defensive shape and held out Reading for a while. And then it was just yeah. again another ninety-minute collapse. And that's what re- that annoyed me more than anything. Yeah. Just, we did the switch. CJ Bot came on. There was just a bit of mayhem. There was a corner. It's like shit. They've nicked the point. And then Roe just kind of, it feels like she almost just runs between the players, takes a shot from range, bit top bins, fucking two, you know, two one. You know, we go from being, you know, ninth in the league ahead of Brighton, who had a really bad day at the office, to the point that the manager's been sacked. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, no, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it was pretty bad. It was a seven nil oh, drubbing. Eight nil, yeah. eight nil was first. Oh, was it eight nil, was it? Sorry, I lost, yeah. I saw it was seven nil. I, I stopped paying attention after a while but yeah massive drubbing but again this this is a big this was a big opportunity for us to to get it's not we're not out and out but this this is a place where we, again Everton was another one we should have been plucking points but we scored that goal and I think that's important and I think yeah if we could start finding a way to score goals then we're in the match because you don't win games just sitting back we have to start doing it and Hannah Kane is back as well so hopefully she can Add a bit of an offensive option as well, so she's a particularly good finisher. I would give, you know, take the pressure off the likes of Flint or um, Perfield going forward. But 
we'll have yeah. to see. So my two questions about this match for you guys. The first one is, um, do we... Also, oh, does that first goal stand if there's VAR? What, Flint's? No, no, sorry. Reading's first goal. The one scored direct mm, from the corner. I'd, ooh, I'm, I'm having to hark back my memory here. Because uh, there's talk of possibly Demi Lamborn was sort of pushed into the goal by a Reading player, so was pushed out of the way, would have probably caught that quite comfortably. Um, right. But there was such a mess of players, I'm not really surprised the referee couldn't see that happened. Yeah, that's something you'd almost depend on your linesman for. I mean, this is why I understand that in the con- on the continent, a lot of the linesmen tend to go up near the goal to provide those extra eyes from the other side. Mm. Um, but yeah, this I mean, we've talked about this before. The the referee quality in in women's professional football is, is bad. It needs to be professionalized, like the get uh, like the teams, and it's not, not. But gone. The refs aren't even professionals. No, um, no, I didn't know these guys would be. You know, like they say, they, they'll be qualified and stuff. This isn't to denigrate them, but they—they're not out and out referees. They have day jobs, so you know they'll spend nine to five. I don't know, being an accountant or something, then come on the weekend mm-hmm. to, to do it. I don't know, but yeah. it's—it's it's, for them. It's it's extra pocket money. It's not. This is your professional job, and you need to take pride in it and, and all that. Um, well, that's yeah, I mean, they will take pride in it, but okay. The the second question I was asked is. Because we've conceded quite a lot of goals from long range this season, and mm. more and more, I'm not convinced by our goalkeepers looking like they can handle long range shots the way I see other goalkeepers in the division. Is that a problem for us that we're having? I I, I think there's a there's a bit. I, it's interesting because our keepers are particularly short, even for the women's game. They I don't know. They just seem. Yeah, let's say they, they've not been capable of doing it, but they are particularly small, and they've got the same size goals as sort of men's football. Mm. But they are, I would say, obviously, def- you know, they look tiny in the goals. But that's not everything. I mean, it does a bit, but we don't. We have the three at the back, and the old problem with three at the back is that unless you've got others in front of you, like when we did it in the men's team against Man City, we had then two pivots in front of them. It wasn't just three in the line, and I find that they can get turned around a lot when we played man city you know crosses and that there was a lot of confusion clearly confusion in the box not a lot of leadership and plumter and um oh God, howard and the, um and then all looked a bit dazed and confused at times and it was it's not a good look for our back line and especially if you're relying on having solid defensive shapes as well so i kind of like the idea i know we're kind of playing in a way that kind of adjust to our experience and abilities in the league but we need to start thinking how we go forward and get forward you know and we're going to get Arsenal, West Ham and Chelsea coming up and two of those games are going to be you know it's not going to be how we it's not going to be if we lose it's going to be how badly do we lose and I'm not trying to be harsh but they're, they're going to be rough rough games they'll both be at the King Power and hopefully Blue Army will get behind them but they're going to have to be you're going to have to show show some real grit. West Ham being the only one, in my opinion, and where they're going to be able to pick up points later in November. Yeah. It's uh, you can't necessarily. It's difficult to find any level of positives from a team that has zero points after six matches. I mean, it's. I know it sounds simple, but I mean, how else do you really say it? Well, yeah, yeah we're, we're halfway through the season as well. Let's not sugarcoat that. We're halfway through the season. Two teams went in, didn't have points, and one walked away of all three because of a 90-minute collapse. It was, yeah. Halfway through the season? Hang on, it's, it's, it's a 22-game season, right? 
Is it? Yeah, don't vote team. Yeah, you play you play home and away. Apologies. Matt so we're a quarter cannot of the way through the season. So we're a quarter <laughs> way through the season. Okay, so that's not horrible, but yeah, no, we need to be I think with the next game, it'd be good to get a draw if we can. West Ham might be an opportunity, but again, I'm jumping ahead of myself. But yeah, you know, it's got, we've got some tough games in the build up to, to the Christmas period. And then, yeah, after that, you know, the women are going to really have to dig deep and get those points from potentially Brighton, who are obviously in transition, and mm-hmm. uh, Everton, who are kind of still finding their footing. Like Everton yeah. are very much reflecting the men's club in a lot of ways. Yeah, Everton um, feel like a team we can beat on a different day to the day we played them. Just such a silly, you know, it would have been fun. Even if the keeper missed, would have been better than the touch to touch, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, that was I just think... really harsh. That could have been a point, you know, and a point would have just given us just that mental edge going to something like this as well. Yeah, but even a point is difficult in this league because, um, and I don't know how this is even possible, but most teams have played either six or five matches so far. And there still hasn't been a single draw in the entire league. It is. At all. Yeah. I don't, I, 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 I never heard of that. The stratification between the teams is greater. It's as simple as that. You need more closely balanced league to get more draws. Uh, anyway, mm. uh, I'm quite aware of time. If if any listeners think you're a bit rushed, uh, two of us have to hurry off quite quickly so we don't have a lot of time to record this. Um <laughs> Let's talk a bit about games coming up next week because we've got plenty of games. I'll go through them in chronological order. On Saturday at half past five in the evening, live on Sky Sports, the uh, men's team go to Everton to play away. Um, how do we feel about this one? I this don't is... have to wake up early. <laughs> from, from the American, you yeah, know. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, watching Everton, um, I watched the Fulham game, and I've seen a couple of games with them in. But they, they're very, they're very defensive, you know, very organised defensively. Calvert Lewin isn't really firing. I feel like if our defence stays the same as it is, we we able to keep him quiet. Will Damari Gray finally get his revenge against Leicester City for not playing him? Um, I would have taken him quite happily at right wing, but shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, <laughs> Uh, but in all seriousness, um, I think this will be a match where the first goal will decide it. And if it's early, it will open up the game. Otherwise, I think it could be quite a cagey match. Everton will not necessarily want to come forward. Um, I mean, we the only thing that we have an advantage of is because we're away, they'll need to try and look like they're attacking. Otherwise, they'll obviously incur the wrath of the home fans. So <laughs> if they that will hopefully give us the space that we'll need him to get in behind. So I think Rogers will go back to his usual system. We'll need space. And if we can get that space, we can exploit it. Um, mm. I saw, Phil, if we yeah. score early, we'll probably score three or four. Yeah, I think but, it's one of those ones, once we open them up, they'll be fully, you know, they'll open up really yeah. nicely, but they'll be opening them up initially. That's going to be the challenge. If they get a goal, that's going to be, you know, if they get the goal well, first, that's going to be... Back and, yeah. and Pickford has been on fire, hasn't he? The problem for us hasn't been scoring early. We've scored early in tons of our matches this year. The issue has been, do we kick on and keep adding to that, or do we fall off and drop points? Well, the last few games, we seem to fix the dropping off problem, right? Yeah, that's been the thing. So that's why I say, I think if we go ahead, we go... Then again, Jordan Pickford is a very, very good goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, and he's been on form this season, hasn't he? I mean, I, I'm speaking for England. I'm very confident seeing Pickford take on 
the number yeah. one position for England is, for sure. It is an interesting matchup between uh, two keepers, um, often criticized who have played well as of late. Yeah, I could see that in, in an extent. I, I think, yeah, Pickford, I think Pickford, like Ward, and this is again me probably being defensive goalkeepers, I have had to compensate and have to do a lot of work because of a defense that may. May have, you know, may not be firing on all cylinders. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's going to be a tough one. I think if we open them up, though, that'd be the key. If we get that goal, then they'll open up and that just play further and further into our hands, um, hopefully. But, you know, this isn't to say they don't have attacking ability. Uh, a Wobi can be, you know, it's quite physical. There's a lot of physicality, in, particularly in the Lampard team. Um, yeah. uh, you've got Damari Gray, who isn't as physical, but he'll be able to bring in those balls he'll be the key creative outlet and then Calvert-Lewin you know Calvert-Lewin will be looking to get uh, a place on the plane when he and he when he's on form he is very good um, obviously he's still I think get trying to gain that form at the minute because he so couldn't just do it but yeah I've just been looking up some expected goal stats to try and work out you know uh, how how good has Pickford been for Everton right I know that expected goals isn't everything but you know, it's over what the 13 games we've played it's a reasonable it becomes a better model the more games you play with it yeah. um so everton's expected goals against is a bit over 20.6 and they've conceded 12 goals so pickford has prevented or the you know has prevented uh, 8.6 goals and a bit more My our, our attack has created 12. Three and a bit xG, uh, nearly twelve point four, and our attack has scored what twenty one goals. Twenty one, so nine over so, for us, eight over for them. Well, uh, no, no, our, our attack is uh, eight point six and a bit. The amount our attack is outperforming our xG is almost exactly the same as the amount their defense oh, wow. is overperforming their xG. So maybe those two, maybe. <laughs> A good attack will balance out their good goalkeeper. So what we have there is a matchup between a between clinical finishers and a, a keeper that is making a lot of big saves. So that'll be an interesting. I'll probably get a lot of quality chance. Hopefully, we'll have to perform. See where that goes. I hope so. Like I said, I think if we get the first goal, then we should be able to push on and you know score a couple more. Because you know Pickford's very good. He's not unbeatable. He makes some very good reaction saves. Yeah, he's very cat-like, isn't he? Yeah, but then again, we've been scoring quite a few goals that are based around putting the kind of shot in where the keeper doesn't have a chance. If you look at Vardy's goal, you know, he Vardy was essentially pushing the ball into an open net. Um, oh, yeah. Barnes has had a couple of opportunities he scored where it's ended up being passed to him. He just has to put the ball into a an empty net because the goalkeeper's been pulled out of position. You can pull Pickford out of position like you can pull any goalkeeper out of position. He's still yeah. really good at getting back across the goal to save it anyway, though, isn't he? He really is, yeah. No, I, it's going to be tough. I do... I think we're going to grind... You know, they, like I said, they managed to stymie Fulham, who are attacking-wise. You know, Mitrovic has been quite on form. You know, he's uh, this season's... Uh, you know, relegation king, isn't he, at the minute? Well, not relegation king, sorry. Sorry, a recently promoted king... Fulham have kind of learnt their lessons before about it, but uh, you know, with teams like Fulham or you know Brentford, Brentford's a better example. Brentford are really fired on and did really well. Now they're seriously mm. dropping off. So 
you know, and there'll be a test of depth and fatigue and, you know, a lot of these teams where they put a lot of oomph at the beginning so they want to make a good mark and then if they're able to sustain it, that's the difference between those who are regulars in the Premier League versus those who aren't. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, with Everton, obviously they're quite they've been they've been regulars for possibly decades now. Um, I was like the fifties last time they got relegated. Yeah, I was gonna say you know, you know yeah they've been in the top division of this country for a very very long time. Um, but yeah, so they'll they'll we'll have to see. Well, I think like I said the first goal will be critical. Um, I expect they'll make it very difficult for us. Madison will be key. But here's an interesting and just mini debate we should have. Dakar or Vardy? Who starts? We've been rotating who the starters are, so my expectation is Dakar to start. Um, I think Dakar's been good. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely struggle. But Dakar, so Dakar by the numbers has done better. I do want, I want to see the Dakar Ianacho combination that we saw at Brighton, then again at Man City. I think that would get that surefire goal. That'd be my vote. <laughs> I would love that too. I, um, you know, um, I, Vardy always has a special place on my heart. But I, I think to see those two really be hungry and fired up and get those that goal yeah. that they, you know, could have easily gotten. You know, that 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 shot from the outside of Ianacho's boot, uh, boot to to Daka's head and testing Edison. Yeah, Edison saved it comfortably, yeah. but what a what a what a move! And there was a couple others as well. Yeah, to be fair, we forgot entirely to mention Yuri Tiedemann's amazing strike. Oh my god! Oh, yes, how? Fortunately, curled straight back towards the goalkeeper. But even yeah. then, it was a tough save. Even with it, ended up almost straight at Edison. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's straight up. You have to, yeah, you have to jump up a force to block that bad boy, wouldn't you? And yeah, there was a couple of good strikes, and there was also just just a point of two points of hilarity. The almost own goal. Oh yeah! Oh my god! I I so wish that had gone in oh just just for so the funny. just for the replay videos you get down the line. Oh yeah, that would have been I very unfortunate for John if Stones. We act, if we act, if that actually turned into a draw off of that, that would have been the funniest thing ever. And the best thing about it is that you wouldn't have been able to say we didn't deserve the draw. Um, that yeah, way, no. that that way probably not but we i mean you know you make your own luck that's what they say yeah you do exactly exactly but we're drifting away from everton so uh, let's let's go to arsenal or rather arsenal is coming to us women's super league this is on mm. sunday the 6th of november and it is at two in the afternoon uk time if you're in the uk you can watch it on the bbc red button and the iplayer i'm not sure where you can watch it elsewhere um it would be the fa player internationally fa player is it fa high. player internationally Fair enough. That works, um, not, that works well for me. So this is a game I'm not anticipating getting a result out of. I think we mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the Reading game. It's not a case of if we lose, it's a question of how much do we lose by, isn't it? I, it sounds really harsh. I I think for us is to obviously hold, hold the tie. And if we can nick a goal against Arsenal, that would... Even if we lost one, one four, you that goal against someone like Arsenal, you know, a really well drilled team, mm. be good. I, I hope we play with a bit of bravery. I hope obviously the game against Reading hasn't made you know gotten the heads down and stuff. And if it has, we need to potentially look at how we can revitalize and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it, it's going to be difficult. You've got Viv, uh, Viv on Arsenal, and she's obviously just a prolific player uh, within the women's game. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know she. Yeah, 
it's going to be tough. It's going to be a learning curve. But hopefully, I think, I think the women there should they they'll they'll need to just go in and really enjoy themselves and just. I feel like if they could play with a bit of freedom, maybe they'll grab something, even if it's just a consolation goal, and that should be well, how we should view this. I'm going to say the consolation goal West Ham scored against them at the weekend is mm. the only goal Arsenal women have conceded in the league this season. Also, yeah. there's weakness. That's what you're telling um, me. That's what I'm hearing here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, they are currently second in the league. Um, both Manchester United and Arsenal are on five wins out of five. And um, they're both you, on 14 goals scored. That one goal yeah. Arsenal have conceded is the only reason they're not top right now, which I find a bit amusing. That is a little bit funny. And also, the Arsenal women's team, with their last match, broke the record for most consecutive WSL victories with 13. Yeah. Um, yeah oh, but, but let's throw it out there. Sometimes things implode. Um, Birmingham City did win against Arsenal last season. Yes, uh, and then they, relegated. they still got relegated. So you never say never, right? Um, we we'll yeah. do, we we'll do a draw, right? If maybe we do defense, I think defensively we are quite strong. I think you know Man United, as you pointed out, have scored fourteen. Um, you know, in five joint, matches, joint first um, in you know five matches, we held them to one. So if we could do that again against Arsenal. I think it'll be a similar game plan. Maybe if Hannah Kane comes in, or she'll probably come in as a substitute, but that would provide another attacking option. I think she's quite good on the, you know, she she's quite a bit of creativity that we need on in the attack, uh, other than just Shannon O'Brien, who at the minute we're kind of really yeah. um, relying on. Um, and Flint, I, I do feel like, Flint, I know Flint's number seven, but I think she really needs to be, she had a lot more joy in Reading being sort of more central and up than she did trying to play on wings and in midfield i don't know what that's all about but i like to she's just she was a good striker for us in the championship i think she has the ability if we just need to give her service and we go there but for arsenal I, i'm not holding out a lot of hope but they're going to look to preserve that record and we can just need yeah. to have a goal i think that would that would be a massive boon you know boost to us yeah it'd be a massive upset to beat them yeah, but... I don't think that we've played particularly bad so far, especially against bigger teams. I mean, like only a one loss to Man United, like, and only only a two one loss to Tottenham. Like, to be honest, that's yeah. not terrible. I know that we're going against Arsenal. The hope is that they can keep it close because if you can keep it close against arguably the best team in the entire league, then mm-hmm. you should be able to kick on against the lesser teams and just find your way out of twelfth. Yeah, it, I, may, I wonder if it's just a question of fitness. Like I said, it seems to be ninety-minute collapse. The Everton one was just a bit of bit of frenzy. I just, I don't know if it's this. And you know, actually, the men's team are bad at this as well. We, there's a lot of resting on your laurels, isn't there? There's, oh well, I guess we've seen the game out. It's only two minutes, but two minutes, as as we obviously painfully mm. learned in in multiple games on both the men's and women's, <laughs> can be enough to fucking destroy your dreams. We went so long without. Ref- alluding to that match you're referring to and now which one <laughs> which, <laughs> the Tottenham match no which Tottenham match fuck's sakes sorry, sorry um, Tyler can you say that again please <laughs> a, cer- a certain striker who now plays for Ajax yes <laughs> that one you son of an actual bitch <laughs> so, you know that we have to keep mentioning it so that your wife no no, no keep I just I just this, leaned right? into it on this one yeah oh just, my god uh... right, your wife's a Spurs fan oh my god <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the, yeah well actually you know what at the minute she's distracted by their own woes which seems to be yeah, yeah, yeah was it um 
I, I, we're going slightly off point here, but that VAR decision was rather poor against them. Even as a non-Spurs fan, I was like, no, that's pretty, that was pretty shitty. Yeah. If that was um, against me, I would be livid. And that I, was the one where yeah. it was played, the ball was played back to the strikers were, um, oh, is that, you're talking about the Champions League one, right? Champions you... League, sorry, yeah, the Champions League, um, the, the goal uh, that Kane scored, um, and oh it, God, so it was, was ahead. Was it Royale? Royal was ahead. It was he played it back. I don't know. Yeah, it was played backwards, but Kane was in an offside position at the point that was played. Then it right. hit the defender and came forwards. So the rule is: sorry for going all referee on you. Uh, the rule is is that if that's a deliberate play, then it starts a new phase of play, and Kane is now is not offside from that touch. Yeah. If it was an accidental hit. Um, and not a deliberate hit, even it's mm. different, a bit different. Then it was, then it doesn't start a new phase of play, and Kane being offside from the first touch um, plays. So clearly, the VAR decided that the defender had not deliberately played the ball or had not controlled the ball sufficiently to cause a new. So I, I, it's one of those ones of it's kind of a really don't unfortunate tell, don't way. Tell my partner, this. she will just kill you. It's kind of an unfortunate way. way. I mean, it's all right. You're nearer. Um, <laughs> she's not in your shop thank, thank the it's girls. kind of an unfortunate way the rule works perhaps but I think by the way the rule's written it works but because we've gone way off topic of that I think mm. that's my cue now talk about our final game next week which we won't do the review of next week because of the timings of when we record and stuff um, oh, but I'll be going, and I can tell about my experience and my love of of, of the sausage yeah, roll, so, the the, ch- the cheesy sausage roll. I honestly, God, if you haven't had it, oh my God, it's such no, a good brand. Uh, uh, Carabao Cup third round <laughs> Tuesday night at seven forty five p.m. UK time. We play Newport County at home. Um, now, because this is a Carabao Cup game, less fans go and see it. These. This game does have tickets available for general sale still. Uh, if you're an adult, tickets cost either £15 or £20. There's discounts for children. I think for a lot of children, it's £8 below a certain age and £1 if they're under the age of 12. And I think if you're under 21, tickets are slightly cheaper as well. So if you don't often get an opportunity to go to the King Power Stadium, this is a really good opportunity to go to the King Power Stadium. Mm. Um, if you can't book a plane ticket within a week, I hope it's on ESPN+. Plus. I don't think this is covered. It's certainly not covered on TV in the UK, so I don't know how the coverage is they elsewhere. Cover, they cover some uh, Carabao Cup matches. Um, I remember last year I was able to watch the one we had against Brighton, which I believe was also third round. So huh. so maybe... Um, it, it, it could be. It could be. I'm not sure, though, but it's a possibility. Fair enough. Um Newport County are not setting League 2 on fire. Um, they're, they're in the bottom half. I'd say just above the relegation scrap. They're not really at risk of getting relegated. I think we'll play our reserves. I yeah. doubt we'll see any first-team players. Yeah, there'll be some heavy, 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 heavy rotation on it. Um, I'm expecting to see our full you know, B-string team. Um, very similar to the last League Cup round. Uh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm expecting. Um, Iverson in goal, probably. Yeah, almost certainly Iverson in goal. Yeah. Um, we'll probably see. We, I don't know if we'll see Vestergaard. Vestergaard didn't even make it to the bench last game. I think last, that you probably. I think that we had to go with Sayanshu and Amarty, probably. 
Yeah, well, they I, might I, try that. They might. Lost, well, it depends. It, it depends on Evans' fitness. If it, if Evans is fit and he plays against Everton, then Amartey will start in the League Cup. If not, then Vestergaard and Sion should probably go in the League Cup. Yeah, I, I thought Vestergaard did play in the second round match. No, so he played in the second round match. So when I say the last match, I meant the last game. So we had three defenders on the pitch. Oh yeah, none Vest- on the bench. Vestergaard hasn't made the bench in the league all season. Oh yeah. Um, has he not all season? Okay. No, I don't, I don't think he was ever on the bench. I don't think he's ever been on the bench. But he I was, was really surprised he, by that. He I did thought play, he did play against Stockport. Uh, yeah, he played against Stockport, yeah. and he um, had a bit of a mare in the in the uh, under twenty ones. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, God. <laughs> he had a, uh, did we talk uh, about that one on here? We didn't. So not he, not he, like. they, they conceded seven goals to Fulham's under twenty ones, and Westergaard yeah. turned down a move to Fulham. Yep, and Westergaard yeah. also scored an own goal in that defeat. The first goal was his the own first. goal, yeah, on a corner. There is, there is like a zero. There, there is a less than one percent chance he's going to Qatar at this point. <laughs> it's um, not great, is it? No, no, it isn't. So let's let's pull it back to the Newport County game. I'm expecting a reasonably routine win. Is that roughly what you're expecting? Yeah, I. If we don't get a win, even with our B team, I'd be very annoyed. There'd be a lot of you know, should these players be at our club, sort of thing. It's at home. We've got the home advantage. I'm going... I think it's like the Walker's Hall tickets or the, the snazzy tickets. Mm. <laughs> Not quite catering, but, you know, the snazzy tickets. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, it'll be a routine win with a lot of our, uh, yeah. our B team. Um, I imagine, actually, Evans will probably get some time, um, assuming we get ahead uh, or we'll play the entire game just to warm up um, before yeah. the Everton games because he's been out for a while and you don't... He doesn't want to do a cold start uh, into Everton that would be this game is um after the Everton game so I doubt we'll be warming up warming him up for the Everton game oh my god yeah sorry it's <laughs> um, it's been a long day likely, <laughs> yeah yeah we are more likely to be warming him up for the Aston Villa game um Isn't yeah West no Ham? sorry is it West Ham or- I think I thought it was West Ham. It is West okay. Ham. The Villa game hasn't been rescheduled as far as I know. Oh, yeah. on my notes I have we play Aston Villa on Saturday the 12th. This is going yeah, well. It's... We're really organised here on the Fox um, talk. Um, I, um, I've, I've, I've very, I'm very confident, and I, I will pull it up right now, I'm very it's confident it. that it is West Ham. So yeah, it's Everton. <laughs> it is, it West is Ham. us. And then, West, and then it is West Spam as a three o'clock kickoff away in the London Stadium and that is our last match before the World Cup how on earth did I make that mistake I know they both play in the same colours but come on Um, (laughs) they do don't they yeah it's a a warm up yeah we we might be warming up some players for that if Evans is being played back from injury yeah it's quite a long distance between um, the the League Cup game and the West Ham game so they might see some other players as well, um, but and, I think Madison will, will and, and Barnes and stuff will get heavily rested. I do worry yeah. that we're overusing those two quite oh, a yeah. lot. And probably Kin and Dewsbury Hall will get rested. We'll basically rest everyone who's played yeah. a lot of minutes, I imagine. Yeah, um, and, then, and then you, you can so you can tell us on the Monday before the match what it was like to go on the Tuesday. <laughs> And that, so that in time for this to be out on the Wednesday, you um, make me sound like some sort of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you were saying, oh, well, that's why we're doing the review for this, not on next week's, the weeks after. <laughs> week after. Yeah, but, don't. Um, just w- one last question about it. What do, would you recommend we get from the um, from the 
food bar at the match. Oh god, the, the cheesy, the cheesy sausage roll, mate. Oh my god, it what is, type uh, of cheese do they have on it? Oh god, is it a, is it a Leicester red? I don't even know. To be honest, I, it's like a blur. Are you basically like whenever I start eating it, they they blur it, they pixelate it on the television if it's on telly. So oh, if you're watching on the stage, it's, it's it's mental. But I think it's red Leicester. It's it's big. It's this big old sausage roll, red Leicester in some really good prime like pork mince. Ah, oh, oh god, I'm hungry, man. I just had a whole. <laughs> I'm hungry too. It, it's good scrando. I I I. It's my little treat to myself. I get quite. I have the burger. I I really go bad. I get the burger van <laughs> outside near the the fucking van zone. Whatever. I don't forget what it's called. I go to it every time. Get the burger, the chips, the chi- the, the you know the cheese on the burger. Stuff my face full of that whilst just looking around, taking the sights in, shit like that. Go into the fan store, see if I need to pick up anything after the match. Uh, keep my eye on it. Um, and then I will go to my seat and I stuff my face with a sausage roll. And I drink uh, gravy because it's it's banging. And apparently I'm northern now, so here we are. <laughs> Very good Fantastic. experience. Um, what? What? You, you drinking gravy is a thing. I'm, I you you you. I know you you're gonna think it's weird, but it, it's oh mate, Bovril, mate, Bovril, it's fucking glorious. So oh, I'm hoping it's actually cold. I've been really mild. I was sweating the other day, like I was walking around a farm in a t-shirt at the end of October. That uh, yeah, it's that, it's, it's crazy. warm. Um, right. So yeah, I this is me I'm... hoping this isn't a banana peel though. Us and bloody Welsh teams seem to be have a bit of a bad history in cup competitions of late, don't we? Was it Newport that kicked us out when we went away? Was it them or was that different? I honestly, mm, I'll save that for another time then. Um, anyway, I think that's us covered pretty much everything we want to cover for this week, isn't it? Yeah, no, we, we've done that quite efficiently. Well, well squad done. So we'll come back next week then. Squad predictions. Oh, score predictions! Oh, mm, oh, I've been trying to avoid that. I mean, I can't really say. <laughs> All right, so I'll go for the first round, and I'll probably yeah. Just... So Everton, Arsenal, Newport, go. <laughs> All right, Everton for me. I think we'll win it two nil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women, uh, Arsenal at home. I'm going to be optimistic and say three one to Arsenal, and then Newport County. I. I don't know why, but I feel it's going to be fucking nil-nil penalties. I hope not, but I just got this like the last round. Okay, yeah. Tyler. All right, so um, I think that against Everton, I think we'll be able to pull a probably a, probably a two-one, and they'll get that last goal sometime in like the in the last five minutes of regular right. time, just because they will just because it'll be pain and we won't be able to keep a clean sheet. Um, against Arsenal, uh, I'm hoping for something like. 2-0, but I think it might end up being something like 5-0. So I'll say 4-0. Wow, okay. <laughs> Alright, and then against um, against Newport, um, I'm really hoping that it doesn't go like Stockport and it doesn't end up 0-0 oh, Stockport, penalties. Yeah. But the hope is that I, what I would say is that the team has better morale now than they did in that moment. So I think in the end it will be something along the lines of like 4-1, and and um, uh, Will Elvis will get his first senior goal. Oh, nice. Oh, you reckon Will Elvis, 
Well, I, think, I, think I, think I, think, I think he'll make the bench, and then he'll be brought on like the 70th minute and score the fourth. All right. If we had well, more time, we, I'd love to talk about which development players. Yeah, Braybrook would be an interesting shout. Um, we can. We've we've got plenty of time through the World Cup where we don't have matches. We can do like a development squad special or something. Absolutely. Um, or a section. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm going to go with. I think two nil win against Everton. I think a two nil loss against Arsenal, and I'm going to say a three nil win against Newport. Is my guesses. Cool. Get your um, hackers ready, lads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cool shit, uh, gamble responsibly, kids. Then next week we'll be reviewing. Ars Everton and Arsenal we won't be reviewing Newport County and we'll be doing a preview of the West Ham match in the Premier League uh, there's no women's game that weekend so we won't be doing a women's game preview um, please come again and join us next week and thank you Tyler for joining us thank you it's good to see you guys again and thank you Madlock for joining us I uh, we coming back with anticipation for my sausage roll <laughs> I'll give you a sausage roll, mate. Ah, this is why this is why I stay for really. And uh, with that, see you next week. Bye. See you. Cheers, everyone. by Attribution 4.0 license. Find this license at creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by spelled B-Y forward slash 4.0. Today's creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0. It also uses Riptide by Kevin McLeod. You can find that at incompetech.com. It's licensed under a Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. I heard that URL earlier also uses Elf Meditation, also by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com. That music is licensed under the Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.